0: You want to be a rock star? Well, you're in the right spot. This is the Music Fit Podcast, the home for all the homies, the ship for all the pirates, and the information station for all y'all looking to level up in the areas of movement, music, and mindset. I'm your host, The Rock Doctor, Mike Schwartz, and I'm stoked to give you the dose. So, now, without further ado, let's get into the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so pumped for today's show. We've got on the show today, Sammy Sadekario. That's just a fun last name to say. We're going to confirm that's how I actually say it in uh, in the interview. Now, Sammy is a language ninja, another colleague of mine in the Unlifted camp. We're going to talk all things business here today. You don't want to miss it. Without further ado, let's bring Sammy on in. Oh. Can I hear you? Can you hear a thing? Oh, that's unfortunate. Not at all, hey? You can't hear a thing? You can just keep on dancing. He has no idea what is happening right now. We're just dancing.
1: No, I can hear it.
0: Oh, now you can hear it. And now <laughs> yes. you can hear me. Good. Now I can okay. hear my damn. Oh. Okay. Okay.
1: Oh, damn! Oh, hot damn! What kind of party? Freak out already? Yes.
0: There we go. Wow, that's fantastic. I told you this is. You asked and I put it in. This is my jam. That's what happens, you know. All right. Now we just got to figure out what the hell happened to my my microphone you can't hear me
1: no i can i just now oh, my, you can listen. oh my sound wow. was
0: off that was my we had to, yeah we had to bust that up we had to dance we had to get the thing going it was great it was fantastic i was like what could possibly what could possibly happen when we start a dance party to to intro my home girl sammy i want to say this like i just said it on the intro sammy sadiakara I don't even know. It sounds like it was okay. Like, sa- how, is it Sadicario? You sure you can you can say it however what, you want. I, I bet. I bet. What do you say though for your own name? It's so much fun to say. Yes. I could try different times.
1: Saticario. That's what I say. Sadicario.
0: Said. Yeah. People come up thinking, with Sadicario. Yeah. See, and I thought I was like, okay. Um, I went. I was like, I'm betting it's Kario because I've heard a lot of Americans talk, and the A is a shorter A in America Hmm. that's just my personal opinion yeah experience I guess well so what's what's in the name anyways yeah what's what where where are you from Let's let's get into that
1: yeah it is a cool name so I um my dad's side of the family is Sephardic so Sephardic Jews um typically come from like Ottoman Empire I've done some background info on this uh my family's from like Yugoslavia Greece Turkey um I used to, I was a singer on a cruise ship for two years. And one of the guests on the cruise actually, um, sent me a bunch of information about my family. And that was really cool. Um, because most, most Jews that you meet are Ashkenazi. So Eastern European, Russian, Polish. Um, and so I love digging into my Spanish roots. Um, I love, I love that, um, yeah, I love that side of my family. And what's really cool is sadiq. Um, so, you know, every every Jewish child turns thirteen and gets bar mitzvah. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> especially like in the Reform community, being a woman. So I, when I was thirteen, like my Torah portion was actually about the sadiks, which are the high priests. Oh, cool. So I've been wondering for years about that. And I've like gotten creative with what that, what my lineage could be, what my ancestry could be.
0: Oh man. And, and how cool is that? Like just to jump right in and just deep dive on on the lineage. So much of it comes like, I mean, we're going to get into that for sure today, right? So much of our words, so much of our ancestry, so much of our healing comes from that side as well. And just having a good understanding of where you come from tells you better off where you can, where you can chart the, the ship. Per se, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Where we come from and like how we're fulfilling those same patterns, what what patterns that we have been learned, what we've been programmed with, and how can we do something different or continue down that path. Like what yeah, but, exactly. but knowing what our stories are in order to change or to fulfill them.
0: Bingo, nailed it. That's awesome. Well, I mean, we're gonna get right into that stuff. That's that's a lot of fun. I like to open things up. We already kind of did it with the dance party tell me a little bit about pink and your relationship to the song, you know, throw throw the old raise the glass. Like what, what does that mean to you? What's, why is that the walk up jam?
1: So it's actually raise your glass to the underdogs, you know? So that's the key there. It's let's take an acknowledgement. Let's acknowledge that we're the weirdos that we're the change makers um, for doing it in all the wrong ways, you know, do it right in all the wrong ways or do it wrong in all the right ways. Um, that song and gosh, I've, you know, it's funny that I'm talking about this so much this week on, I, I was on Chase's podcast this week and I've uh, and we started with playing a song together, which was awesome. Um, and I've dug into this, that song got me through my abusive relationship. I listened to it every freaking morning why did I listen to it every morning? Because it was my homework assignment to listen to my corner man song every morning, to my hype man song every morning, and then it yeah. just continued and I needed it. And I I remember like I can put myself in that place and I've worked I've worked, you know, felt these feelings, worked through these emotions of where I was in that dark place, and that song, even so, it still hypes me up even though it was still during such a dark time. I yeah. was so able to like keep keep my light um and i'm really really grateful for that and that that song was a big
0: part of it wow that and and how important is that too with having that anthem like that's just that's your go to and music has such a place in everybody's life like name one part of your life where there's not some sort of uh theme or there's background music like imagine a movie like film noir kind of thing without the, without the music. It's just, your, your story goes hand in hand with music. And I'd love to get your take on a few things down the, down the line, down that road as well. So um, let's start here. That's so cool to hear like the, we, we have the walk up, you know, coming from the Enlifted community, a little background on, on Sam and I, we're, we're colleagues again, like with, with the intro here. Colleagues through the Unlifted, uh, the we're peers, we're pirates, we're what, what do we, what? language ninjas, we, we get called a lot of things nowadays, right? Um, Revolutionaries. Yes. Oh, I love it. I, I have been diving into your content hard right now and I love it. Absolutely love it. Let's, let's talk about that. Let's um, tell us a little bit about what, what you do and and how language really plays a role in that and what you're looking to do to kind of light it up
1: yo, what I'm doing has completely shifted in the past seven days.
0: (laughs) Yes. We're not the same at all.
1: (laughs) Dude, it's so funny. And here's the way I put it is like, I've been planning this launch, this launch for creative visionaries, for revolutionaries. I called it rise, radical identity shift evolution. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had the program built out, like, well, planned. And I knew what I was going to teach. And then last, and I've been, I've been launching it. been working toward it. And then last week I was like, you know, I don't want to coach this. Negation oh Wow.
0: That. Why yeah. is, that?
1: is this resistance or fear? Okay. So I sat with a lot. Is this resistance or fear? And for a while I was pushing myself through and just saying it was fear. And I was like, no, it's not aligned three months down the road, I don't want to be coaching like this. I do want to be writing.
0: Perfect. Oh, yeah. So I was
1: planning my own identity shift.
0: Funny, hey, I heard this uh, just the last, like two or three times in the last three days, uh, where when we do research, it's more like me search, you know? Mm. How true is that for you, Mm. hey?
1: Oh, that's so real
0: that's yeah. so cool okay well that's that's so relevant because like for a lot of the listeners being musicians on on the show here musicians creatives that happens that's we go down one lane and then our focus gets broken we go down this other lane because we're so entrepreneurial we like we love opportunity mm-hmm. what walk me through it how did how did this happen how you've been doing this for like a year right <laughs> like, mm-hmm.
1: I've been coaching for two years now. So yeah. background on me, I come from the musical theater world. So singer, musician, dancer, actor, writer, director, choreographer, producer, like you name it. I've done it, right? How many hats can she wear?
0: Right? How many hats
1: can she wear? So of course <laughs> the next step was to be an entrepreneur, right? Because of course, <laughs> put on more hats. Um, And I do love hats. I love yours by the way. Oh, thank because you. I, yeah. My hair is not, not really. It.
0: Oh, it'll work. Oh yeah, there we go. Perfect. Yeah, it's hat game. That's perfect.
1: Yeah, that game strong. <laughs> so, I, you know, I built this business started with nutrition coaching, um, and it was really a, a mission to get as many healthy people into the world as possible.
0: Oh, get people
1: go, out of their stuck. There we go.
0: Yeah beautiful.
1: Yeah. Well, now, now we're both wearing hats for everyone Love just it. listening right now. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a multitasker for sure. Um, so, you know, I, I've had this mission to really move people away from big pharma for years. That's been my mission because as a kid, I was like, Oh, I not like I was, I was over medicated and under, under nutritionally fed, if you will. Yep. Um, and uh, I don't blame my parents. They did everything they could with the tools and resources that they knew what to do with. And, and so when I started this business, I was like, all right I'm gonna help as many people love themselves as possible. And then that is the way through um, to being able to eat better and move better and just be more consistent. Loved that, hated selling weight loss. Um, so when story work entered my life, which was just Mark England, I met him on a live and he basically called me later, got my number and was like, you would be a great story work coach. And I said, you're right. (laughs)
0: Let's do this. Yes. (laughs) 100%. I (laughs) mean, yeah, this this felt like
1: all of my theater stuff, everything I'd been doing was leading up to this modality that I could now utilize and just dive into. And I just, speed of implementation, immediately started teaching it. Every single moment was teaching it. And really at the same time started journaling. And I was in this really heavy relationship and documented all of it. I wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote and just kept flying out of me and guided my clients to write. And, um, and just really, I just really felt like I just opened myself up to myself through writing. And it really wasn't until last week that I've recognized that that's what I want to do and that I'm so passionate about writing. I mean, I've written two one woman shows. I've written so many research papers and yet I still was not stepping into the identity of writer. Uh, I know. And people kept telling me, people keep saying, I love your writing. And I like couldn't hear the compliment. Right. I was like, like, yeah, sure. Because I because I have yet to dive into it and recognize what could unleash from it. I have yet to put in the reps.
0: Fuck yeah. So now How important. Right.
1: Right. And so now I get to put in the reps with something that I love so much. Um, <sighs> so I've in the past week my mom like slipped this into my mind and it's come up before like enjoying copywriting. And like, I really love writing content. Um, especially when I have with a strong offer for me, it's so easy. It's so easy when my offer feels weak. I'm like, I don't, I just, I feel like I'm lying to people. Right.
0: Right. right but
1: right. the whole point is to use this power for good, to use this method of persuasion for the good of the people. And I just, immediately I woke up on Thanksgiving and I did my breath work and I was doing my journaling and I recognized that what I was moving towards I was like I'm very unhappy with this path that I'm creating for myself how do I switch and copywriting just made sense and I went downstairs to my mom and I said mom I'm gonna run with the copywriting thing and it felt grounded it felt so grounded often as a creative I just go like this is the thing, and I'm gonna do this thing, and I have this vision and I'm gonna run with it. It's gonna be great. And that's great. But often when I'm in that, I call it like a manic state or a fluttery state. Yeah. There's there's a, um you have to stay grounded in that, in the reality, in the work that it's gonna to take to put in, in the reps that you're gonna put in for that. And so I was so grounded in it. And it just felt like it was developing, like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do this what does being a copywriter mean? What is that identity? Okay, I wake up and I practice writing headlines every morning, been doing that, super fun. Um, I get to read, I get to write and I get to research for my job. Yeah, I'm in, yeah, I'm in. And- What job,
0: what what job, job, really? Right,
1: and I get to learn how to help all of my friends grow their businesses. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's, that's such a good departure too. Cause that's the thing in in our messages offline. I, I literally like, I fucking threw my, I I just about like, if I were driving a car, I would have driven it off the road. Like I was just so excited when you were like copy and language. I'm like, Oh my God, thank you. Because there's such a gap. And especially in this like fear induced world. Everything is, you don't need this. You don't need that. You don't need this and that. And you can't do this and can't kill that. I'm just like, Wah! it's for me being like where, where we're at with like left next level, uh, the language work where we know what those actually mean, like with our conflict pillar, it's the, the, what are you seeing and what led you to be like, aha, there's, there's a hole here. I'm going to fill it. We're going to, we're going to do this. We're going to fucking game time. Let's go.
1: The aha of the whole of like, that there's a gap. I didn't recognize that until I started digging into what I could accomplish as a copywriter, because the way I work, I'm, when I say visionary, I mean, in so many ways, once I have a vision, I'm in it and I do it and I, you know, decide and thug it out. That is I, people say to me, you're a manifestation queen. I've heard that before. And I was also like, what, is, how, what does that mean? And now I recognize, oh, when I have a clear, concise, passionate vision, I make it happen. I figure out what the steps are to take it. And I take those steps. I integrate those steps. And I was unable to see my vision for so many months. It was like I was blocked. It was like I take out my pen and write down what my affirmations and vision are. My affirmations felt disconnected. And my vision was just muddy. I couldn't see past. I was unable. I was cloudy. Let's find stronger words for that. It was so cloudy to look into even a few months into the future. And once I opened myself up to transitioning into the identity of copywriter, I felt like my vision completely expanded. And I was like, all right, I, I, when I put in the reps or even now I'm already starting from a great spot, like I've written drafts this week for other people's businesses, for other, for emails, for other people's businesses. And I was like, this is a great place to start. Like the way, what I can move towards with the reps is so exciting. And then I was like, okay, well, what are the things I want to do? What are the projects I want to do? What did I need as a coach as a, with copywriting, what would have made me move faster? What are people Relating to what are the words I'm using that people are relating to? What's inspiring them? And then and then I started looking at other people's copy and looking at websites and look, and I'm like, whoa, okay, there's totally a gap here in clarity and in um positive persuasion. And where I'm currently at in in so much of this, like my I've been, you know, I go down a lot of rabbit holes politically. Like I go down a lot of rabbit holes and I'm also working on being grounded in that. That's like, I'm working on like, okay, what's reality? And then like, what's, um, what part of these conspiracies, these plans um, are just creating more fear in my body. Where am I creating my own fear in these rabbit holes? So how can I balance being informed and being grounded and having fun in today? Um, So, I've been digging into the history of marketing in this country and the history of PR in, in the U.S., which also expands to all first world countries, really, mm-hmm. um, and the methods of persuasion and the methods of, um, of control. And so I've been doing this work and how, and how we've been controlled and programmed as masses. And now I'm like, oh, OK, cool. That's all part of this. I can use that and transition it and dial it for the for good, for the good of health for the good of guiding people towards health and towards fun and loving themselves. Cool. Awesome. So there's still that, that gap that I'm seeing in our industry needs to acknowledge that we've been programmed with fear and we've been programmed with convenience. And it's incredibly important for us to acknowledge that this is the people that we're serving. What is their, what are the stories they already have? What is the programming they already have and how can we upgrade Using their language, that's what's really important
0: huge yeah, and I love you mentioned two points that are uh, parts of the that current gap. Uh, I, I really like the clarity piece. do you mind diving in what what are you seeing right now that is unclear in current copy? This is especially important for the for the creatives because oftentimes we we feel really pigeonholed as uh, and I'm sure you can relate in, in marketing because everything's social and you have to have a strong game. You have to be able to communicate your message. Part of that is clarity. So what are you seeing that is for the listener out there? They're like, what are you talking about? Everything's clear. What are you seeing? And, and how would you shift it?
1: Mm, well, one reason I'm, we're seeing lack of clarity is lack of authenticity. Really? when we're using other people's voices when we're just following what the crowd is doing it becomes muddled and that's a, something a pattern i've fallen into as well because i'm like okay what what are people liking what are people doing so how do i how do i run with that and it's really important to come back to our own values and our own what what each of our own voices are as a musician what is it what is what is the story the emotion the journey you're bringing your listeners on if you're trying to sound like this musician next to you, then it's going to just be like, oh, here's just another muddy thing that I'm. I've already heard this before, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one aspect is that authenticity. Because when we hear something authentic, and you even if it's, even if it rhymes with something we've already heard, um, if it's coming from your individual voice, it will be different, cool. and it will stand out. Yeah. Um, that is one thing that's important, and lack of clarity in ourselves. So where I'm running with things now is, um, I guide people to turn their mess into their message, you know? So if you haven't processed your mess, if like, you're still like avoiding parts of your mess, like if I'm still like sitting here going, Oh, if I were to talk about that song at the beginning and say, Oh, it was just during a really dark time. And it really got me out of it. Like, nah, like that song got me out of bed when I was unable to pull myself out that song pulled me through the darkest time of my life at this point that's a completely different emotion that I just elicited
0: oh yeah you I'm know? leaning in yeah that's that's so much of it comes down to that and then you second that with uh, with the positive persu- uh, persuasion can you add to that like where does that come in because if we're thinking oh but because this is what I get the resistance I hear is, "Well, no, no, no," because that's going to be a damper on everybody if I start telling them about how shitty my life is. What do you say to that?
1: Um, well, one, you don't need to just sit there and tell them how shitty your life is. The point is for you to process so that you can show up more authentically and with your whole heart, right? Um, because if we're just telling people our story, one, that's telling, not showing. We want to show. We always want to show, not tell. Um, that's great writing. And now here's the thing, all this this stuff that I'm saying, I now get to learn how to do with writing. Like that is now my mission, how to show more and tell less. And so it's like, I have all, these, all of these um, ideas and theory. Now I get to put it into action. And do I know how to do that today? Only a little bit. And I get to learn even more today, tomorrow, the next day. And yeah. that's how I know I'm on the right path because I'm eager and excited and hungry. Um, so- you know, bringing it back to how do we, how do we share that? What was specifically your question? I want to make sure I'm answering it.
0: Yeah. Like how does positive persuasion and I love the the route that you're going with the, the show don't tell piece. That's really cool. Can you give us an example for, for folks out there, something that we can, okay. Like take notes, kids, you know, boom, boom. what's a, what's a version of showing rather than telling in that positive persuasion. When we talk about that, what can we define that? What is positive persuasion as opposed to negative persuasion? What is that?
1: Okay, cool. So positive persuasion versus negative persuasion where I'm at with that today. Um, And this is where I need to grow how to lead with that positivity right now, because I, I am just as used to leading with fear. I am just as used to, to, that's what's been put on me, right? Here's the fear and you need to change because of the fear, be afraid of this. So if you don't change your lifestyle, you're gonna die. So you need to do that. like, okay, okay, okay. Like yep. who wants that, right? So now learning how to acknowledge the fear, acknowledge the pain that's there and give them hope. Give them that hero, show them that they're their own hero. That's positive persuasion. And I mean, that's enlifted. That's vocabulary. Show people how to be their own hero um, and get them to say it out loud. Like, you know, get them to say it out loud and breathe it. That's one of the most beautiful things is when you turn like a projection into a reflection and you watch your clients or whoever, because I do this stuff. I call it napkin coaching. I like write stuff on a napkin at the yep. bar and like coach the person next to me. I love it. Um, and see their eyes light up like, oh, that's me. I can do that. This is, this is my magic. So how do we harness that with our content, with our copy? And that is the journey. Now, one example of show, not tell, um, for like, if you're a nutrition coach, like I helped, um, Christy lose 50 pounds in 6 months. That's a crazy amount. Okay, 20 pounds in 6 months. <laughs> <laughs> Christy
0: had a really good she stopped eating. eating. <laughs> she stopped eating for 6 months. <laughs> she lost a lot more than that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, yeah,
1: she she did lose she lost her hormones. She lost She, a lot. Lost,
0: she lost her <laughs> all of her friends. Like nobody knows where she is. she's lost out in the woods somewhere. We have no idea where the fuck she is. Oh gosh. I love that. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that. remix. There we go. Okay. And go.
1: Um, so how do we show that? We tell the story. When Christy came to me, this is what was going on in her life. And together, these were the exact step, the exact steps I took her through. And now this is the life she's living. Those are same. It's so such a small shift but it's incredibly important. One paints a picture, one gives you the full story. And one is like, I helped Christy change her life. What actually happened? What is the story? Um, and that's just, you know, good writing is is showing, not telling. And that is something you'll start to pick up as you go look at websites, go look at other people's stuff. Are they showing or are they telling? It'll become very clear the more reps you put in.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I love that. It, it's back to the to the basics of storytelling really like you're you're writing a headline and then you're describing the scene of that movie or that song that song title you're going to describe vividly I mean Nas is notorious for that in his in his songwriting his lyricism it's it's incredible sorry incredibly vivid like you feel like you're there with with songs so for any artists out there they're musicians graphics creative writers it's yeah it's all story right really give that person that human aspect and What do you say to that right now, where we are in in the current times? How much of our storytelling is so jaded because of what we are experiencing as a a community right now?
1: Wonderful question. Um, Once again, to me, it comes back to recognizing our programming. And when we're having a conversation with someone, what is showing up for them? What is showing up for them that is their childhood wounds? What is showing up for them that's old trauma? in this conversation in today's, um, in both today's day and age and in each person's conversation. Like when I talk to somebody who disagree, who I disagree with around like the, the shenanigans of the world, if you will, um, having empathy and humanity for where they are. And I did a podcast episode about this, about we're all just trying to create safety. We're all just trying to feel safe. That is everyone's objective here is trying to feel more safe and where we need in what we each need is even more compassion and empathy for where people are. And y'all that's easier said than done. Like I get, don't, my, cause I get super heated and my childhood wounds is like, don't you see? No, one's hearing me. We yeah. need change.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the the rebel rebel rouser and you. yeah, the renegade shit i i hear that loud and clear that's yeah. me fuck and yeah and when we when we're running those programs and we're i i say sleepwalking when we're sleepwalking through through life we're just going with the subconscious unconscious decisions that we make i mean majority of our decisions in every single day are unconscious are totally just programming so how does that translate to to our copy if if you know if we're trying to clear clear up our message and we haven't cleared up our message inside how are we going to do it right that's that's the interesting piece
1: that's a great question too dude like you know it's how does it show up in our copy but also how does it show up in our art
0: oh man Uh, yes the victim top 40 you know all about this Mm. jesus like Kelly Clarkson, any look at any top 40 song right now. And I get it. It can be cathartic to release that. And how powerful are those words when it's bugged into an earworm, that hook, and you're just like bopping your head, subconsciously rerouting all of the words that are said, those lyrics, that story that that artist is sharing can do really good and can do really bad. (laughs) right mm-hmm. man yeah the art and and for visual and for creative uh creative writing poets how much what's your what yeah what are your thoughts on that with um how much of it is is needed for the cathartic nature of art to get it out and express and how much of that is actually damaging
1: yo yeah. I have this conversation with a lot of artists because I've served primarily, not primarily, every single one of my clients is a creative visionary. You know, for you and I have in common, we serve creatives. Um, And now I serve creative entrepreneurs, which I'm like, cool. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I hear all the time from people, my art used to be what, what, how I let out my emotions. And now I'm unable to create because I have so many emotions that I don't know what to do with. So they were utilizing it, which is beautiful. Please use your creativity as an outlet. Feel those feelings. But if you're a negation acknowledge, not allowing yourself to feel those feelings and just putting it into the art without experiencing it, without the somatic experience, then you're bypassing.
0: Yes, 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 yes phrase that comes to mind there is feel to heal. And I love how you said the somatic experience for listeners out there. I'm familiar with the, the term. Do you mind diving in? What, what are they feeling? How, how, do, what's the difference between that and just writing it down on paper and putting the song out?
1: Ooh, that felt sense. That is the difference. So we all have this extra sense that we're not talking about. Hella negation acknowledged. they the big they don't want you to get in touch with your feelings they want you to be really easy to manipulate they want you to be to have incredibly strong emotions that you don't know what to deal with because that is how you are easily manipulated if you've been in a relationship with a narcissist you know that if you if you have a narcissist in your life you will you've experienced that and that's another thing is I studied the narcissist, which made me recognize the narcissist as a whole. Like I studied the narcissist so hard mm. and the trauma bond so hard. So the felt sense, we all have this, you know, butterflies in your stomach is a felt sense. It's one way of describing these feelings. When when I was a kid, um, I remember people would ask me like, what's wrong? I'd be like, I don't know. Something just feels wrong. And now mm. I'm finally able to have the language to express what's happening in my body because I have many years of chronic pain um, and many years of, of high anxiety um, and getting in touch with, okay, what's happening in my body? My chest is tight. My throat feels thick. Um, there was a big swarm in my solar plexus. It's gray. It's black. It feels like it's shedding ash. That is my felt sense.
0: Wow. Quite a bit different than oh, I feel kind of shitty. Yeah, right?
1: shitty mean, get specific and yeah. allow yourself to, because when you get specific, you can allow yourself to feel it and move through it.
0: How cool is that? Wow. Man, there's there's so many different routes we can go um, on that. We're, where the feeling and the healing and the peace of, of being a creative and then coming back into how we express that through our words, because that, how, how different is it from the way that we speak to the way that we write? Like, do you see a disconnect there as well? Like, when you're working with creative, do you come up against resistance when, oh, but that's not how I say things. Mm. you'll call them out on on their or, or call them forward as chase says right call them forward on on what the uh, uh what they're writing what maybe their art is you, or even on their copy well this is actually an, oh well I don't actually talk like that what, what's the disconnect between that and what does that say about the person if they're writing stuff that they don't speak was there you know what I mean
1: I do and yet I have not come across that because oh, cool. what I do is while my I'm on a one-on-one with my client. I'm literally writing what they're saying. I like I'm a stenographer. So they could try to say, like, but you just said it. You've just said it. You just called yourself an asshole. Yeah. Where does that come from? Who called you an asshole? Who modeled calling themselves an asshole? And that's where that is. And how does that feel in your body? What is happening in your body when you're saying these words to yourself? Yeah. Um, every time I said to myself, well, I'm not a writer. What was I tell, what was I telling little Sammy inside,
0: right?
1: What was I, You know, so it's, and our body's always listening. Your body is always listening and, mm-hmm. um, and this affects your immune system. This is affecting your, obviously your nervous system. This is affecting, um, your muscular systems. This is affecting every part of you from, you know, your, your eyeballs all the way to your little pinky toe. And, and I know this because I feel everything really hard. I, I'm sure your clients are the same. You know, I'm sure ever, people listening to this, your artists, your creatives, you feel hard. Heck yeah. I challenge you to feel even harder and allow boy, boy. yourself to lean into that. That way you can stop suppressing. And when you lean in, your art can flow out of you and be both cathartic for yourself and others, and you can move through it. Like how many artists do we know are just stuck in that, in that painting in this painful time period? And so then they can't even look at that painting when it's done.
0: Yeah, that's, oh, that's a cool spot right there. And that, that's what I meant too, is that like, when you write that out, that the disconnect is people often have zero idea of what they're actually saying because they're just going like motor mouth like to, and you're yeah i do the same in my coaching i was just like oh okay cool and then i'll you know share the screen <laughs> they're like Did i just say that i'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> holy shit such an awakening and when when we're artists when we when we create that art when we bring that vision back in and we can sit with it and we can feel it and we can be somatic with it and we can we can move through how how much how much more good are we putting out into the world when it's coming from a place of healing? Right.
1: Uh, I just felt the deepest sense of like, calm when you said that.
0: <laughs> point made, I guess <laughs> that's there, right. There. That's Take out it. the guess. that's point made. That's, that's how impactful. The, if we look at places like, you know, even the enlightenment and everything that had come out of that new way of thought. And we're in a sense of that right now. We're in a big shift where creatives, entrepreneurs, the people that are paving their own way, the Mavericks, the the pioneers that are like, fuck it, I'm sick of the system. We're doing it this way. The artists are the people that are leading that. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: How key is it for that message to be from a positive healed source?
1: it is, first we need the revolution, right? This is the revolution. And then when we, and the revolution is finding our own light because it's been stifled. We've been pushed down with um, gosh, with so much, with toxic food, with toxic water, with toxic thoughts, with um, toxic work environments. And, and now it's, we're able, as you just said, able to open ourselves up, able to um, take responsibility for ourselves and for our environment and for our society um, and for our health. Really important, really important that we make clear this is the time, the time to take responsibility for each individual's health. Yeah. And from that comes the renaissance.
0: Beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. And you said something really cool. I want to dive in on what are you doing uh, for yourself right now? What's what's the day in the life when you're talking about taking care of that health? What does that mean to you? Absolutely.
1: Um, I'm really glad you asked this because I've been sitting with where I'm out of alignment in that recently. Um, So right now I'm focusing on my spiritual health. That's where I'm at sitting with myself every morning and creating that, that morning ritual, in the past, that morning ritual has been, um, very ma- masculine. Like it must be ABC, or if it's not, or I'm failing my morning ritual. And right now it's just about taking five to 10 minutes of the morning for myself. First step, most important that I've is my promise to myself every morning is breathwork before coffee. So breathwork important. before coffee, so important. Yeah. And, um, what's great is I recognize the mornings that I'm able to, um, to say, oh, I don't need the coffee today. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love the coffee. Um, it's just, you know, it's delicious go-go juice. Nectar, um,
0: yeah, nectar of the gods, really. Right?
1: <laughs> and uh, however, there's a whole other thing about it possibly being a part of the brainwashing. And I do recognize that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so sitting with myself, sitting on my, sitting on my Zafu, um, I sit with Hape every morning now, which I'm really enjoying. Um, it's really, it's, I do need the grounding practices. I can just get up in the air and just, you know, I like somebody described me as a unicorn farting glitter. Like I just <laughs> well, something about me, Mike. Is I have so much love to give, and I come in hot with it. Like I just come yeah. in hot quite often. So, back to my breath. Back to the. Back to the, that ritual.
0: Um,
1: so that's one. Another is recognizing where I am sacrificing um, my health for for work. So when I'm like sitting on social media, that is sacrificing my health because I'm hitting my nervous system. And, um, so working to be more intentional with that time. Um, and cause that's where I am now. And what's most important in, for me is where can I be 1% better? Because I used to be, I used to like meal prep all the time and be really great about knowing exactly what's going in my body at all times. And right now I've been in a different space. I've been in more of a flow state, been in more of a eating what's around um, and I don't, I'm not tracking my food right now. And, and um, my exercise looks more like running around the mountains than like hitting like PRs at the squat rack, you know? Um, so right now it's, um, hmm, have I moved my body today? Okay, go move. Oh, duh, big part of my routine and my rituals dance. I yes. need to dance every single day. And dancing has been a huge part of my healing journey, um, particularly with the chronic pain that I've experienced over the majority of my life. Um, and now it feels like I'm like, stretching out all of that pain. And I'm like getting in those joints and like able to, to like oil up all of like the, everything that's tight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's slow,
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so I hear, yeah.
1: Good. It's so yeah. good. And so um, that's a non-negotiable for me. So it's really about what are my non-negotiables? Where could I be 1% better today from yesterday? Not 1% better from where I was a year ago, 1% better from yesterday. Um, and honestly, um, or let me replace that with authentically, um, part of what I recognized in coaching is I'm, I'm coaching people into health and I want to focus on my own. In a lot of ways, like this time period of digging into my writing, I've noticed that I want to support my body more because I'm so excited to write and I want to give my body the best shot possible to support my creativity. Like I'm noticing that all these things I've been preaching for the past two years, I was missing because it was all for my business. There was a link missing. And now that I've opened myself up to this creativity, to this thing that I'm just having fun with every moment. Oh, yeah. I'm able, I want to support myself even more and I want my creative health to, to flourish. So I'm able to align myself back into my values.
0: Oh man, it, it really sounds like hitting the brakes just enough has allowed you to just take off to a different fucking galaxy. Never mind sailing the seven seas here, Captain, you're going to a different fucking galaxy. Like that's where it's at, right? And and how simple to think it's about five to 10 minutes in the morning. Like that's where that started. Holy shit, hey? So folks listening out there, the most important thing you can be doing for your business is taking care of yourself. That's what I got out of that. Mm -hmm. Shit. Now, granted, you mentioned a couple of things. I think I I can, I can make some guesses. I'll I'll let you take this one though. What's, what's the biggest frustration in your line of work right now? What, uh, what kind of stuff would you change?
1: Well, I want to say the most biggest frustration in the coaching sphere that I've had is that it's solopreneur work. And I think that it's really holding us back from what we can accomplish as a community because we all, where we each have this dream of helping people and guiding people towards the light and guiding people towards um, health, creativity, whatever it is that you help people with to up-leveling society. We all have that dream, right? Why the fuck are we staying separate? Like what? like that's driving me cra- it's been driving me crazy for months and but because I was still having my coaching hat on I like couldn't figure out what the answer was my word for 2022 is collaboration that's my word and you and I connected because I was months ago seeking collaboration and I yeah, just yeah. but I didn't know what to offer yet so I couldn't get there now I'm like oh it's clear like I got you let's do this like I
0: so yeah. clear oh um, i'm i'm just i'm sitting here and for folks watching the video you guys will see all this it's like look at this it's just woo-hoo, woo-hoo, it's electric over here and i'm i'm pretty fucking far away from you right now i'm I'm up in the high river you're down are you, where are you now i knew you're bouncing around you were down in florida i seen friend right where are you now
1: i'm actually in central oregon and Back, okay bend oregon and then i'm moving to austin texas in the new year
0: oh you're following Shifra, the exact same fucking program. Yeah, following Shifra. Are, follow, are you following? Yeah, because she was she was like doing the exact same thing. I was like, oh fuck, that's that's great. She was in bed. <laughs> now she's in Austin, and I just connected with another friggin' uh, tribe, uh, not yet not yet in the uh, in lifted uh, community, but she's got a place down in Austin too. So I was just sitting there going like, what is? I'm like, and I was thinking about Austin. I was like, man, ATX, wow. man.
1: ATS. ATS, and i've never been to texas i'm just gonna move there just and then do it yeah do it.
0: Um, how exciting is that wow.
1: i love a good story yeah <laughs> i love a good story oh do it for goodness. the story um,
0: yeah.
1: and i do want to follow up with that i'm i'm moving there and it's out of alignment with my values of mountains right and but i'm moving there because i need to go collaborate yeah and the people i want to collaborate with i have several people who i want to collaborate with and they're all in austin and i'm like you know what Rather than just wait around and see if this is going to happen, I'm going to put myself in the room where it happens.
0: Heck yes. Oh, that's that's a tagline.
1: Well, that's from Hamilton. Yeah.
0: I right? keep singing
1: it. There's always a song playing in my head.
0: A hundred percent. Oh, like yeah. Always. Oh, my mom. I think I said this before on the show. Mom, if you're listening, you're going to hear it again. Uh, my mom gets so frustrated with me because she'll say a line. She'll be like, well, you can do it, Michael. I was like, yeah, I could do it. I could put my back into it. And she's like, What? no i'm like yeah you could do it you Could put your hips into it <laughs> i can do it and and then boom, 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 you know i'm like yeah and my mom has like oh you're rapping again okay she just walks away ice cube
1: baby <laughs> the thing with rap is you can get away with it like this song like i need to like fully sing them <laughs> and actually what's cool man is so while i took the step back i put my foot on the on the brake a little bit i got a job as a bartender cuz i needed to be around people i was like i need to ground myself off of my computer i need to make some income because i'm not taking on clients right now and i got a job at a bar that has karaoke four nights a week what so I've been singing and bartending at the same time and I'm like living my musical theater dreams in that way where I'm like cleaning and singing, I will survive at the
0: same time. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we please have a video of that? I can try <laughs> I Yeah, that. I, I, I really know. want to see that. Oh my goodness, that sounds like such a riot. Yeah. It's so funny you say all that too, because collaboration is the exact is the exact game. I, I started the Music Fit Collective about this time last year with like a clearer-ish. I say that soft talk with purpose. I had an idea of what it was. I also put a, a limiting ceiling on that because it's been so much more than what that original pinpoint idea was. So I was like, "Oh, wait a minute! We can we can take the fucking world with this thing." And it started with the idea of okay, music fit literally a collaboration of different people with different skills, all you know, skill sharing in this connected thing. Much like what you're experiencing in the live in Austin, right, where you've got a whole bunch of people you want to just interconnect. Or you're like, okay, jumping in, doing it. We got that on the digital uh, programming now because we have so many people in different places of the world. We got like Melbourne, we got Austin, we got San Antonio, we got San Diego, we've got Virginia, we've got everything across Canada, of course, right? And I'm sitting there going, like, wow, all these people are coming into our lives right now that want to do the same thing how cool is that can you touch on that when you create space to get your clarity what happens when you really truly put a stamp on this is what i'm doing fuck yeah what happens in your experience
1: the invitations show up
0: sweet Mm -hmm. yeah every time every
1: time and it happened yesterday two invitations showed up and they're happening right now and um and then i'm creating invitations and the alignment provides itself when you allow it to but you got to get out of your own way and you got to get out of your own way
0: yeah cool correction that was sweet nice translation real-time translations here with language ninjas Man, oh man, yeah, it's about it's about following that current and uh, and exploring and being courageous to to take that jump. Like that's a big hop, Oregon, Texas. Whew. a little different right?
1: i'm I'm such a nomad. I mean, I lived in New York for two years. I've been recognizing that I'm my fear. I, i'm i'm I've been in Oregon for many reasons, and one of which is, um, fear of cities at the moment. And Mm -hmm. so I'm leaning into that fear because I'm holding myself back. Um, you know, by planning for the apocalypse in the middle of Oregon, I'm holding myself back from living in reality. That's still happening and in life that's still happening right now. So, I do need to step into that and allow myself to just live life. And if the apocalypse happens while I'm there, well then so be it. And let me just enjoy that moment and uh, watch it burn from a city. Like, I don't know, what can I say? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so, so cool. That's a, that's a true gangster pirate approach. I love that. Fuck. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, well I will, uh, once, once America lets me into this beautiful country, I'll be, uh, I'll be down there
1: canada's not letting me in anytime soon either no
0: yeah i know the borders are just so it's it's so interesting and that's why a a medium such as music is so unique in that it spans the the borders and and that's one thing that we can all connect on music words creativity connectivity collaboration all of these wonderful c words Hmm.
1: yeah i was gonna say you've got some got some marketing things right there to tap into
0: well, I'm talking to the best right so here we go we gotta we gotta definitely hook up for for a collab for sure uh, and man. uh oh man it, and that's interesting too that we bring it up because yeah I saw your post back in the enlisted community months and months ago and I'm, I'm the exact same I was like cool yeah put me in not really sure what we're gonna do but that's great you know and then it just grows And oftentimes red lights, like you know, to to borrow from the great Matthew McConaughey, the red lights are oftentimes they'll turn green. Is pause, reflect, sit, find your clarity, find your authenticity. And then that current just takes you downstream and there you are. You're in you're in your magic, right? Mm
1: -hmm. And now I know it's clear what I can offer you. Whereas before it was just like, yeah, I coach, I just coach, I know what to coach. Now I'm like, oh wait. Oh, let's here's the dial
0: and and i'm the exact same way in the in the last even 8 weeks has been a big shift i i was often the coach very similar story actually when you were telling me you know how you stepped into the writer piece i was the coach that happened to play music i've been playing music since i was like 4 like come on what and people are like oh yeah and and i was the drummer i wasn't even a musician in my own fucking reality as the drummer. Just, just the drummer. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. The yeah. just,
1: I heard the just I know. before yeah. you even said it.
0: I know that was very intentional because that was all the story that I was leading. So anybody listening out there, the, the, the impact that you put on yourself subconsciously when you limit yourself with the word just is profound. Oh, yo guys, I'm just the drummer. I'm just the drummer. Yeah. Because now if you fuck up, you're just a drummer man you just fucked up you don't really radically own yourself because now it's you're giving yourself permission to fucking fail which i did for years and i was the coach put the coach hat on i was the coach 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 strength coach personal trainer and then everything turned upside down when i realized oh yeah i can do all of this from a very creative because uh, it was a, me missing i'm sure you yeah you missed the the writing element you found like in your entrepreneurial story, it would became too much. Like you were using so much bandwidth on just the work, not doing the actual inside stuff, right? What if you can come from a place where the inside stuff is profiting, right? What if you can like, that's, uh-huh, that was my, uh-huh. <laughs> so cool. And so like to, to share with you, I was just like, yeah, it was, I was in the exact same place. I was just like, you know, I don't really know what I'm doing and don't really have an offer but I know we're going to connect. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> and here we freaking are. Yeah. And I
1: heard you on Chase's show and I was like, dude, I need to re- reach out to Mike. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this now. Uh, that
0: was, thank you. That was a lot of fun work. Wow, oh, man. I remember that day. I remember listening back to it on a big bike ride too. And I was just like, I, was, I felt if I were me two years ago, I would have felt bad about laughing at myself. And I listened back. I was like, we're fucking funny. Like, that was awesome. That was a good show. I was listening to it on a big ride and I was like killing myself laughing. And people, if if they were like biking with me or whatever, I'm sure they thought I was insane. Just like laughing at the top of my lungs on a bike ride. And, but that's important to step into it, right? And to, to round things out, what I'm getting a sense of is an overhaul of your absolute confidence, your ownership, your radical responsibility, is that true? And what could you shed for those that are sitting there in, you know, in the corner, afraid to step out into that spotlight? How did you do it? How did you become your inner rock star?
1: I'm gonna move through it in this lens. I recognized I was digging into where my fear of success was. So there's fear of failure, which you mentioned, and also the fear of success. What happens if I get everything I'm looking for, everything I want? And what I recognize that if I did, if I went in the direction and got everything I wanted, I didn't want it. So what do I want? And right now there's the, it's a fear of success for where I'm at in this does not exist because, and so that is, that energy behind it. And so I can give myself permission to go real hard. And if something falls flat, well, then it fell flat and I get to try again. Mm. And it's really important because we talk a lot about the fear of failure. What happens if I fail? What happens if I fail? What happens if you succeed? If that, because oftentimes I find that people are actually more afraid of the success than the failure. Yeah. so really allowing yourself to lean into what that success can look like. And what does it actually mean to you? Well, not what it means to mom and dad, what does it mean to you and live it and live it now? Who is that future person? And how can you take one step in that now?
0: Yeah, I freaking love that. Wow. Well, I have. yeah, I can't top that. You acknowledge. I'm just going to be like, fuck yeah you just mic drop the shit out of that mic drop mic fuck I gotta bring in my friend I'm just I've, I've been waiting to, to hold off oh gosh what is about there to happen oh, it's like for the for the video audience oh boy uh, baby Biebs yeah so we have a scale here on uh, on a scale of one to Justin Bieber how awesome or how insert here are you feeling especially when we're talking about getting somatic you know when we go through it okay guys i I really and i believe very deeply that it's important to pattern disrupt with something such as a life-size cutout of justin bieber to just you know you're having a hard time i understand that and on a scale of one to justin bieber how hard is that time (laughs) people lose their shit my point of this is what I would, that's a bucket list. Say what you will. I would love to see a Beaver show. What, what's on the bucket list for you? What's, what's the, what's the dream concert festival, rock show, pop show, musical, whatever it is. What, what's the dream bucket list for Sammy these days?
1: Ooh, I've seen, I've seen a lot of my bucket list musicians. Oh,
0: tell I'm me really, some of those first. Really let's, let's hear about that. Let's Paul McCartney,
1: that. Elton John, Billy Joel, uh, Beach Boys um uh lake street dive i just saw my favorite band i god damn it i what jumped through so many hoops took a damn covid test with a really scary doctor stood my ground at that doctor to go see lake street dive because you had to get a test if you are not getting the jab and it was it's a very stressful experience, but I, God damn it, I was seeing them and I did wow. and I cried and screamed and sang. they moved me through COVID. Their music has been a very big part of the past four years of my life, particularly in finding my voice post-musical theater because finding my singing voice after and how I want to sound after years of being told how I should sound mm-hmm. uh, has been a really beautiful and terrifying experience. Um, and that's part of why the karaoke is so much fun for me because I get to go fail really hard. Like once again, fear of success, fear of failure. I get to just go sing a song. And if it sounds bad, everyone's drunk. The stakes are really low. And I, <laughs> like, the stakes are just really low for you me You got
0: to this. Sing. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: whatever. But whatever. And then sometimes I pull out something. i like, oh, I love singing that song. Noted. Cool. When the stakes are higher, I can sing that song now, you know? Um, and so Uh, I mean, I have, I actually have a lot of like, a lot of trauma that I've sorted through around singing and around being, um, needing to sound right and perfect and not being able to sing at all because it didn't sound good. And so now I've been able to throw that out the window. Um, So Lake Street Dive has been a really big part of like finding my voice now. And um, I'm really excited to see what could happen as a musician in Austin, where I could, where I could open myself up to with collaborating in that because I've been holding myself back from that in years for years. Yeah. Um, who else do I want to see though? Pink. I mean, Pink's really okay. high on my list. I um, I have yet to see her. I saw Lane 8 recently. Um, that was life-changing. Wow. I went to the Lane 8 concert at Red Rocks and I went yep. through several identity shifts during that
0: concert. It's so impressive here, and there was a time in my life where I would find that like, "What do you mean?" And now I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely." That's the power of that frequency, right? Like the the music can just move. And you alluded to this too. Um, it to, you know, you said you were working out looks more like going for hikes out into the mountains and such. It sounds like, and with musical experience as well, you're really diving in, leaning in on working through working in as opposed to working out and the same thing could be said with with music you know you're listening to music to move through move to you mentioned you dance right so all of this like and it comes back to the, the the common thread here is a lot of people feel stuck motion get moving moving through moving in like looking you got the answers right here right that's what i'm getting from you so super cool holy shit
1: Beautifully said. Thank you for that reflection. Thank you for that reflection.
0: Very welcome. Where, uh, where can these fine folks of the Music Fit Podcast find you? And what, what are you crafting up? What, are we, what can we expect in the next couple months here? You said 2022 is all collabs. So it sounds like you've got some, some tricks up the old sleeve here. What you got going on?
1: I do. I've got a lot of tricks. Well, first of all, you can find me on Instagram at Sammy Says Dance, S-A-M-M-I. Uh, you could also listen to my podcast everywhere you find podcasts, The Reparenting Revolution, Healing the Collective Through the Healing of the Individual. That is what that podcast is all about, The Reparenting Revolution. In terms of what's coming up right now, I am I am getting clarity around it. My current creative um, process looks like drafting some proposals of what I could, what I could really do with people. Right now I'm looking at having two offers. That would be like my freelance offers. One would be, I call it the story Sherpa, where using story work to get um, get your stories out of you. With that, we'll process it. And we'll turn that mess into your message and come up with a, um, a brand strategy, if you will. Um, and then the second is a done for you, where I would literally write your email campaign, write your content for a month, or depending on how long it is, if you're ready for a retainer, cool, like, let's do that. Um, Write your sales page um, and move in that way. And for that, I would, I have some people I'd also like to partner with to do all of like the technical stuff. Cause I, the cool thing about where I get to be now is say, I do not want to do the technical shit. I just want to write and strategize and like vision with you. I want to get you, I want to get your vision going and get it and craft it to a place that's, authentic and um, empowering for you as well as something that will actually sell.
0: (laughs) That's so key.
1: So key. If there's not a market for this product, for this offer, if people don't have the pain that you're looking at, then it's going to be hard to start a business. And it's really important. So we're, you know, capitalism is what it is. Let's lean into it and, mm. and use it for good. As I keep saying, let's use this shit for good. Um, so looking at it in that way, getting, and then also teaching workshops. I have a few business coaches who want me to teach, um, language and I think take out the thing I'm crafting it to be, um, utilizing the core language upgrades. Cause I've, I've taught several core language upgrades at this point. Um, With creating your brand story, so they'll get both the product of something to use for their, um, for their business and their clients, as well as the self development aspect.
0: So key, right? Why, why stop at just a professional development when you can really? I love how you say that. Turn your mess into your message. Well, why stop right there? Like get get this this guy or girl all sorted out, right? And then you're that much more impactful with the people you're around. Love it. And
1: you'll need it. You'll need it. Like, you know, entrepreneur life. And it's so important to acknowledge that what we've seen the past two years is just the first step. And we do, we all need to heal to be able to face what's happening and what's coming. It's incredibly important that we face our traumas and face our fears in order to be the revolutionaries and the light bringers that this world needs. Yeah,
0: Love that. All right, final question. It's the mic drop question. What's one thing people listening out there can take away to discover their inner rock star? How do do we do that one thing? What's the one thing they can take away and be like, fuck, yeah, I'm putting that into practice right now.
1: So play. Let your inner child fly free. Play.
0: Right? Man, how awesome was that? Just go out and play. Truth. Truer words have yet been spoken. Huge shout out to Sammy Saticario. Thank you so much for your time, for your energy, for your presence. Things that I took away from that conversation. The power of positive persuasion. Clarity, authenticity, I'm looking at all my notes here, it's like laundry list. Uh, showing rather than telling, especially when it comes to copy, especially for us creatives. Gotta show rather than tell. Um, Storytelling is is a lot of that, it's it's a lot of uh, the, the showing, how you get from step A to step B in, uh, in the sequence of events. Napkin coaching, which was super, super cool. I'm gonna try that next time I'm out and uh, the power of empathy, compassion, and collaboration. So key. Guys, if you have yet to check out the Music Fit Collective, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Head over to musicfitcollective.mn.co, okay? We've got some really cool things. Um, Sammy and I are are talking about uh, what kind of workshops, and uh, collaboration pieces we can bring her into the mix as well so um, lots of value in there we got breath work we've got guided meditation sonic karma concerts so much fun Um, next week we've got uh, another another great guest it's all in that same vein and i want to throw it out there if you know of anybody that would be a good fit for the show either a coach um, uh, a leader in personal development or perhaps somebody that is a musician, maybe that's you, uh, get in touch, hey at MikeTheSchwartz.com, that's where you can, uh, you can reach out and say, hey y'all, Mike, I got this, I got this homie, my dude, yeah, that's another place, find me over on Instagram, my dude Mike Schwartz, okay, um, Man, I love just connecting with people out there. So if you guys got a story, if you got uh, something, feel free, please reach out, say what's up. That's it. That's all, folks. You know what to do. Head on over to Apple, give a review, give a rating, do the things. Find me on Instagram, say what's up. And until next time, y'all stay sweet. Peace.